Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special episode of WSFI Spotlight. Today we have quite a show in line. I know we're not women of grace. I believe that's what you usually hear at this hour, but we have something very special for you. Today our guest is Philem McAleer. Philem is just coming out with this incredible movie. It's called America's Biggest Serial Killer, Gosnell. So welcome, Philem, to the show. Uh, thanks. Thanks for having me on. And I can hear you loud and clear. And we also have another special guest in the studio who's probably no stranger to the pro-life movement here in WSFI land. We have Suzanne Probst. Hi, Suzanne. Hi. Hi, everybody. There she is. So, Phelan, before we get into the story of the movie, I'm just looking at your background. I mean, it's so impressive. It says that you're a veteran investigative journalist a New York Times best-selling author, filmmaker, playwright, and one of the world's leading crowd funders. Along with his wife, journalist Ian McElhinney, he has written the New York Times bestseller Gosnell, The Untold Story of America's Most Prolific Serial Killer. I'm just curious, before we get started about the movie, what led you to go ahead and do this project? Um, I suppose it's my background in journalism. I just felt that that this was a story that wasn't told this was a uh, you know this is america's biggest serial killer this this was something that that uh, you know journalism is, is i think what george always said journalism is something that somebody somewhere doesn't want reported and this was the mainstream media didn't want to report this no one wanted to cover this story but he was america's biggest serial killer the people of america and the people of the world needed to know about him and how he did what he did and why he did what he did and how he was allowed to get away with it so it really it was it was it was journalism uh, that, that spurred me onto this so it sounds like someone else wouldn't do it so you decided it had to be done you rolled up your sleeves and and boy have you ever have you ever accomplished that yeah yeah and i said to my wife and i said to mike who works with the gotta do this and he said no no we're not doing it i ordered the, the trial transcripts what happened really was actually it was it was an amazing situation i happened to be in philadelphia for another project uh, for a fracking project that i was working on and i had a couple of days off and i i read the local newspaper and i saw that this trial was on and i went down to the trial uh, because i'm a journalist and that's what we do in our day off and i went in and i saw the pictures of evidence i i heard the most shocking evidence and i saw the most shocking pictures but the most shocking thing of all was the journalists in the seats behind me uh, there weren't any the place was empty and uh, i felt there's something not right here something you know this is the story that needs to be told so i i went back and told my wife i'm we're, we're doing this story and they were reluctant. We ordered, I ordered the transcripts for them, and once they started reading the transcripts, we realized this was our story. Wow. Do you think it was an accident that you happened to be in court that day? Sorry, what was that? I said, do you think that was an accident that you happened to be in court that day? I don't think it was, I don't think it was an accident, no. I think there was a, 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 a someone, someone was looking out for me. Yes. For people who aren't familiar with him because it wasn't covered in the press, who is Kermit Glasnow? Well, Kermit Gosnell was a very, very respected abortion uh, doctor in Chicago. In, uh, sorry, in, in Philadelphia, you know, if such if such a thing exists. Very respected abortion movement, um, and uh, he also happens to be America's most prolific serial killer. He his his method of doing abortions was uh, that the babies were born alive and then murdered uh, in a very gruesome fashion, um, and he did this hundreds, perhaps thousands of times in a 30-year career, uh, killed alive babies. Um, he also was a, a, a one of Philadelphia's biggest drug dealers, dealing in 
in painkillers, uh, selling painkillers. Um, he was, you know, he was a psychopath, a sociopath. I, I've spoken to him, I've met him in prison, a very charming man as well. Uh, a Renaissance man, loved the opera, loved classical music, loved theatre, uh, plays music as a pianist, wanted to be a classical pianist. Um, you know, he, he was caught after a, a, a drug investigation, uh, led a very, very enterprising detective into his his abortion clinic and they were only going to to investigate him for selling drugs and when they got in they saw all sorts of crazy stuff uh, uh, including he kept babies feet in jars with labels on them uh, you know crazy stuff like that there were cats everywhere and uh, that just led this investigation and before they knew it uh, he, uh, he he was America's biggest serial killer and he's serving three life sentences in, in, in Pennsylvania now Wow. Do you know why he did what he did? I think he's a serial killer. I think he, he enjoyed the power. I think he enjoyed uh, uh, controlling people because when people when people would come uh, and want to reverse the procedure or have second thoughts, he would very often drug them and continue with it anyway oh. or tell them that he had already started it oh. uh, and it couldn't be reversed. He would lie to them, you know, things like that. So... He enjoyed this. He got a, a kick out of it. Uh, bizarre, that may sound. Now, was he, was he, so you're saying it was a personality profile, in your opinion? Yeah, but it was, it was I suppose, it was enabled by the wider society, the wider culture, uh, you know, where the abortion doctor is seen as providing this, this service. And within that community, uh, they see themselves as martyrs and as, as heroes. Yeah. Uh, so he had a hero complex uh, with a psychopathic tendency, not a great combination and uh, there are thousands of victims in Philadelphia as a result but I mean he was he was enabled by by society too because there was many reports of women dying of, of, of people dying of strange behavior uh, people went in and you know saw the nurses complained doctors complained uh, doctors who were cleaning up his mess literally um, and so, but but no one did anything. He was just allowed. To, two women died and were carried out dead from his clinic. Um, I mean, so people enabled it. The health, Department of Health enabled him, allowed him to continue on. And also, I think also, uh, I mean, to blame was a, a Republican governor, Tom Ridge, ran for election on the um, on the idea that he was a moderate, a pro-choice governor. And uh, once he got in, he he ordered no physical inspections of abortion clinics. Even though the abortion, even though the law said there had to be a physical inspection every year, so when the police went in on the drug raid, there'd been no physical inspection of Kermit Gosnell's abortion clinic for 17 years. Oh even my though, God! Yeah, even though two women had died in the clinic uh, before then. I mean, they were closing down nail salons up the road because they were using the wrong chemicals or because it was dust. But they weren't closing down an abortion clinic that was where women were regularly coming out dead. Mm-hmm. What was? Do you mind my asking? What were some of the violations that had it been in a different state that you're aware of that that went undetected? You know, actually, I I, I wonder. I think a lot of this is going on. We've heard reports and seen evidence. This goes on in a lot of states. Abortion clinics are, you know, to, to, to be quite blunt, in, in the liber, in liberal states and, and sometimes in conservative states, they're sacred places that are not touched. 
so all sorts, you know. So he, he was, women, two women died. Two women died, went in healthy and died. Uh, people were coming out with, 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 Incomplete abortions. People were uh, and rushed to the emergency room. People were coming out with perforated uh, wounds and perforated everything and bleeding to death. There was people. He was reusing single-use instruments, spreading uh, sexually transmitted disease. One doctor noticed that a lot of his clients were coming back to the clinic with sexually the same sexually transmitted disease, uh, and he he reported it to the Department of Health. That nothing happened. Uh, he, he, Gosnell had no insurance, uh, which is against the law. They knew about this, but he did not. But but nothing happened. You know, just I mean, there was ample opportunities to close him down, and uh, uh, the, 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 they did nothing. Boy, I wish there was a Catholic lawyer out there. That's what I guess the statute limit. What, what years did this happen? Twenty thirteen was when he was closed down, but this was this went on in the eighties and the nineties, two thousand. Think about this, all of these women, when I turn on the news at night and you hear all these women who are yelling about women's health and equating abortion with better health care, and then you hear these stories and the lack of compliance with any kind of health standards by the government. I mean, listen, there, was, there was no end of regulations there. There was no end of laws and, 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 and oversight. Uh, 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 you know, what they did not need was, over, was more oversight. What they needed was, was people to enforce the oversight but you know they just weren't going to do that they weren't going to go there they this was not a place where they wanted to go and where the, where the politicians didn't want them to go either here today in the studio we have suzanne probe suzanne welcome hi before we went on the air she was talking a little bit about what led her to go ahead and now i think i know it led you suzanne i'm hearing this story i mean it's just an incredible story you were talking about why you decided to go forward and and sponsor this sneak peek movie that's coming up. It's called America's Biggest Serial Killer, Gosnell. And if you're just tuning into WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, we're talking about this upcoming movie that's being showed on February 24th. And with us today is Phelan McAleer, who was, was an investigative reporter who decided to write this book and to go forward with the movie. And here locally, Suzanne, you're going ahead and you're sponsoring this movie. Can you tell us what led you to do it? My son and I went to the National Right to Life Convention last June in Milwaukee, and Ann McElhaney, I'm sorry if I mispronounce her name, but she's married to Flem, and she showed the movie at the National Right to Life Convention. And at first I was, when we learned that we were going to be shown this movie, I was scared because I thought, oh, it's going to be bloody and but it was not bloody, it was so beautiful, it was so well made. And Anne brought um, boxes of Kleenex to the people to um, use because the ending was so powerful, it was so beautiful, it was actually a happy ending because it shows, you know, that life is special, it's beautiful. And so Anne asked everyone at the convention after she showed the movie, would anybody here like to show the movie in their towns, their cities? And she listed the states and the towns, you know, cities. And so Chicago, of course, I'm from Chicago. So my son and I said, oh, definitely, we have to show this movie. And so we went about asking, you know, churches or pro-life organizations if they would sponsor. The very first sponsor 
was Christian Liberty Academy who was hosting this beautiful movie, and they just jumped at the at the thought of having this movie shown in Chicago. And so now we have over 200 people coming on Saturday, February 24th at 6 p.m. at Christian Liberty Academy, and we want as many people as we can get to come and see this true, beautiful movie, which is based on the trial. That's basically what you're seeing is the trial. The trial. So, ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. We have to take a short break, and um, you're listening to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. We're talking about this incredible movie, America's Biggest Serial Killer, Gosnell, and we will be right back. Stay tuned for another 15 minutes. Our guest is Phelan Magalair. Want an example of a false sense of security? How about relying on the life insurance you get to work to pay for all of your final expenses? Do you have plans to retire someday? Or do you plan on working for that for the rest of your life? The fact is, you may lose your life insurance when you leave a company. I'm Matt Tomlinson from Catholic Financial Life, and I invite you to share your hopes and dreams with me. To discuss your options for protecting your family, call me at 847-548-MATT. That's 847-548-6288. Products and services not available in all states. Father John A. Jim Nicky, the spiritual advisor for WSFI Radio. I've uh, been involved with this from, from day one. It's a great opportunity to preach the good news uh, to 500,000 people in an area that, that just hasn't gotten uh, the message over the airwaves. Uh, and we're really looking forward to, to share the faith uh, for each one of us to come closer and closer to God because of what Catholic Radio will bring to our area. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Well, hello and welcome back, everyone. You're listening to WSFI Spotlight, this special edition. It's my pleasure. I'm Angela Tomlinson to be your host today. And we're talking to... One of the most remarkable men we've talked to in a long time, Phelan. It's just a pleasure to have you. Here on the air, we have Phelan McAleer. Phelan was an investigative journalist and a New York Times bestselling author, filmmaker, and playwright. And now he's devoted his skills to telling this incredible story that the media, he said, wouldn't tell. He said he was at the courtroom and he looked around for other reporters and it was basically empty. So he decided to rise to the challenge. And now, uh, for those of you who are in the listening area, you have a chance to see the fruit of his hard work. It's uh, America's biggest serial killer, Gosnell. And with me in the studio also is uh, WSFI, I'm going to say WSFI's own, Suzanne Probst. She's a local woman who's very active in the pro-life movement. I've known her and seen her at many, many activities for the years. And now she decided to step up, and she will be hosting this drama that will be playing on February 24th, 2018 at 6 p.m. at Christian Liberty Academy in Arlington Heights, Illinois. Uh, Suzanne, can anyone come or are you pretty much closed now? Oh no, we want as many people as we can to get get to see this beautiful movie. It's not shown in movie theaters, so this is basically the only time you can see this beautiful movie. It's free 
we, they do accept donations, but please tell your family and your friends to come. Help support this beautiful movie. We want as many people in the Chicagoland area to come. So do they have to RSVP, or how they, would they come? Well, they've been RSVPing to this email called gosnellmoviecla at yahoo.com. And that's gosnellmoviecla at yahoo.com. Yeah, so if you're listening right now or uh, if you know people, rent a bus and show up. How, how much space is there? Well, Christian Liberty Academy is in the old Arlington Heights High School. Right now the movie will be shown in their church, which holds 300 people. If there's more, they always have the auditorium that they could show it in. There you go. You know, I was at a, an event at Holy Rosary in Kenosha. And they had Father Don Calloway there. There were so many people who showed up in the church. They ended up having a, a monitor in the basement, which is where I ended up because I showed up the last minute. And we all watched it downstairs, but it was a tremendous event. And I know that this is going to be that same kind of explosive event that when people hear about this. Um, I was actually, when you mentioned it wasn't bloody. So when I first saw it, I felt two ways about watching it because I, I didn't. It's kind of like watching The Passion of Christ. I found that personally like really hard for me to watch. It was very upsetting, which it should be. And I'm thinking what a coward I am. You know, here he is, he went through all that and I can't even look. But I think this thing is so, the, the concept of, from what Phelan was saying, it's so gruesome that um, what, what kind of artistic thought went into it, Phelan, when you were actually creating the movie? Well, actually, you know, one of the things we wanted was that we wanted to be accessible. So. It's no more uh, disturbing than a Law & Order episode, right? So if you watch Law & Order on TV or any of those crime shows, this is what it is. It's at that level. Um, because we wanted it to be accessible, not just to the life movement, but to people who are, um, you know, just casual consumers of crime stories, casual consumers of courtroom dramas. Uh, you know, and it's a movie, not a documentary. I, I should point that out. You know, just people that, that you know, Dean, Dean Cain is in it, and Dean, you may remember Dean from Young Superman. You know, uh, Lois and Clark. Uh, it's, some great actors are in it. Uh, it's it, it, we we wanted to be a courtroom drama. We didn't want it to, to be preachy, and it's not preachy. It sticks very close to the facts. Uh, it, uh, you know, it, it, the truth is much more compelling than fiction. So we kept close to the truth. We're not trying to preach a message, but the truth shines through. And you're not trying to do the shock effect things that some of the things coming out of Hollywood do, where they just try to appeal to a certain audience. Well, that's really now. I definitely want to make sure that I go. So it's focused on the courtroom drama. You said. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's. It's. You know. It's. It's the. Uh, it's the investigation uh, and how, how they uncovered this unbelievable story. Then it switches very quickly to a courtroom drama with flashbacks uh, to each of the incidents. But it's, there's a drama in it. You know, there's a there's a human story in it as well of the investigators. So not all of them are on, are on board at the beginning because you know this is Philadelphia. It's a very liberal city, and the, the city government and the lawyers are very liberal. But everyone who was a, everyone who was involved in this story came out more pro-life than when they started. Some of them were pro, weren't pro-life, but it shook their faith in abortion. It shook their belief in abortion. The jury were all pro-abortion when they started. They, you weren't allowed on the jury if you were pro-life. Uh, at the end of it, they all had changed their opinion about abortion. Wow. 
Well, what a story. So what's the status of um, of the movie? You're showing it in private theaters or private showings, Phelan? No, so we're, 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 these are sneak peeks because it's going to come out at the end of October in theaters. Uh, and so what we're doing is we're going and we're showing to really people, really, really interested people who when it comes out in the theater, we hope we'll bring five or 10 or 15 people to come and see it uh, as a cheerleader for the film saying this is important and I've seen it and it's okay. I think uh, I think people will be worried that it's too gory, it's too gruesome. We need the message to get out that this is palatable, that, any, that it's PG-13, that a teenage child could see it, um, uh, you know, and, and not be uh, freaked out by it, but get an important message. But get it in it. it. But we're not there to deliver a message. We're there to entertain and tell the truth. And uh, we think that's enough, uh, then that will deliver the message. How did you select the, the cast for the movie? You know, there's a lot of, we, we live in Los Angeles, there's a lot of actors here. Um, and, uh, you know, it wasn't easy because we would we would hire an actor, let's say, and uh, the actor would say, that's great, oh yeah, yeah. And then the actor would go off and talk to their friends and suddenly the actor would phone four or five days later and say, oh, I just remembered I was going on like, vacation at that time, I can't do the movie. <laughs> Uh, I was like, I was like, you forgot you were going on vacation. Uh, I don't think you, so, you know. But you know, once they started telling their friends what the movie was, the friends would say, you know, because some of the actors are apolitical or not that interested or just want to act. And once they told their activist Hollywood friends, they were the friends told them they couldn't do it. They weren't allowed to do it. You know, you know, you know, they can't do it. So they 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 pulled out. But you know, so, you, the Lord had a plan, right? He had the exact actors and cast yeah. that was meant to be. I, I, I believe so. Yes. Boy, I'd love to interview that cast and find out what kind of conversion story, if any, they went through as a result of the film. Mm-hmm. There- yeah, well, once, once the film goes live, you know, in October, the, the cast, no one, no one will want to hear from me. No one wants to hear from the producers. They only want to hear from the cast and the director, which is great. <laughs> so uh, oh, you, you can talk to them then. We always want to hear from you, don't we, Suzanne? We all, you're always welcome here. And we're running out of time. This was one of the fastest half-hour shows I think we've ever done here on WSFI Spotlight. If you're just turning in, it's Phila McAleer, who's produced this brilliant work. It's America's biggest serial killer, Gosnell. There's a sne- now I have all the pieces of the puzzle together. There's a sneak peek that will be shown on February 24th, 2018 at 6 p.m. at Christian Liberty Academy. There are still seats available, but it sounds like you have a great crowd, Suzanne, so so we'll see how many we can pack the joint. And if you'd like to go to this movie, you would RSVP to Gosnell Movie C-L-A at yahoo.com So I guess they still are accepting reservations. And Phelan, what do you have any plans uh, coming up or uh, for another movie or another project? Are you pretty much going to see this? Oh, movie lots, of pl- lots of plans. Lots of plans. Uh, I think share? the plan though now is to make this one a success. And I think that's what, you know, conservatives and, and Catholics and all, we all complain about Hollywood. We all complain about, about culture. Uh, but, you know, we need to support our own projects now uh, because, the, you know, nothing seems like success. So I need this to be successful. I need people to turn up uh, now and in October. So when I go looking at financing for the next project, people go, hey, I've worked with that thing. Let's do this one. I mean, people have up to us and come up to us. I mean, we, we raised this money through crowdfunding. Almost 30,000 people went to, to gosnellmovie.com and gave money 
uh, health decides. Wow. And, uh, you know, the, the, they give an average of $80 each. So people have have come up to the plate. We need them to do so again, and we need them to, 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 to really send a message to Hollywood that the, that the cover-up stops here and that the truth needs to get out. Well, folks, it looks like that's all the time we have left on the show. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Spotlight. You're listening to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Don't miss this opportunity to go see Gosnell Sneak Peek February 24th. The way you do it is you'd RSVP to Gosnell Movie CLA at yahoo.com. This has been WSFI Spotlight. For more information on this or any other program, email info at wsfiradio.org.